Today we're going to we're going to look at our 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 footing, our founding. Amen. And we're going to be in the book of of Matthew. The book of Matthew in the 7th chapter. Matthew chapter 7 and when you have it uh, I'm going to uh, begin reading down in verse 21. We're going to uh, you know maybe summarize some of the Uh, other parts of the chapter, but we're going to begin reading down in verse 21. Matthew chapter 7, uh, verse 21. Um, We'll be reading from the English Standard Version. Matthew 7. Matthew 7. Amen. 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 I'll begin reading there. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the flood came and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who's, who, had, who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house. And it fell, and great was the fall of it. And when Jesus finished these sayings, the crowds were astonished at his teaching. For he was teaching them as one who had authority and not as their scribes. He's teaching them as one who had authority. Let's pray. Father, oh Lord, we thank you now for the opening of your word. The opening of your word brings light, Lord. Illumine us by it. Uh, Help us to encounter you afresh in it. Let your will be done in us, Uh, the edification of your people, Lord. um, uh, Build us up, uh, Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, God. um, I pray your grace and mercy and blessings over all that are gathered here, God, and um, the households represented here, Father, those that are uh, are watching, Lord, uh, that your uh, power and presence be uh, recognized by them in this time, uh, Lord, wherever they may be. God, I, I ask for a fresh anointing to preach and an anointing to receive your word. Father, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Because, O oh Lord, you are my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Over the... Uh, Last couple of uh, years, um, 
probably don't have to tell anyone this, but the economy kind of took a downswing. Um, but but uh, one section of the economy that continued to grow in business is the real estate and home improvement market. <laughs> Just uh, pe people who uh, um, um, people who were forced to spend more time at home decided they either needed a bigger home or needed to make the one they lived in better. Um, depending on the resources that folks had available, many went and bought new homes, amen, or, 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 or began work on the current home. Um, home remodeling companies saw an increase in revenue, but the real money makers were the stores selling DIY, do-it-yourself materials. Um, people went out in large numbers to get what they needed to do home improvement projects themselves. DIY. This, this seems like a good thing, except everyone doesn't have the skill and wisdom to DIY. Uh, I, I, I'd be curious to find out how much of the DIY is still standing in the next five years or so. Um, uh, no, no, no matter though how, how nice those improvements, those things are, they're, they're all still temporary. They're transient. In this text, Jesus focuses on uh, the building of lives and, and to ensure stable, lasting buildings, he discourages, discourages any DIY. Amen. For, for a little while, we're going to talk uh, from the theme, um, being built to last. Being built to last. Um, hold this thought. Wise lives are built on living out the will and word of God. Wise lives are built on, even bent on, living out the will and word of God. Um, backdrop, where, where are we? Where are we here in this, in this book of Matthew? We've we mentioned many times uh, before when looking at scripture in Matthew that he makes a, a pressing case uh, to recognize Jesus as Messiah, Christ, the promised God sent ruler for the people of God. Matthew pushes it. In, the, in this book, the reader should observe and see Jesus as the king who ushers in the kingdom of God, God's perfect rule, what it looks like when Jesus has his way, the kingdom. In, in chapters 5 through 7, we find Jesus ascending a mountain and speaking to his gathered disciples while, while crowds eavesdrop. They, uh, in what's known as uh, we've labeled the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, Jesus unfolds there what, what life in the kingdom of God is meant to be and calls his disciples and others to take on that life. He, he answers the question, 
What does it look like to be a part of this new life that he brings to actually be his follower? To be living a a life that acknowledges him as king, having authority over those who belong to him. Authority, that's a bad word today in the culture, authority. But he lays out for each one who would follow him what it means to be citizens of the kingdom of heaven. In these chapters, uh, Jesus preaches about the culture of this kingdom. He makes it clear that it's a, a life distinct, opposite from the life of the world, a life of, of blessings in relationship with God, but yet a life with uh, struggles and hurts. Um, he teaches them about having new purpose, uh, being examples to the world for God, uh, new positions, uh, citizens of, of God's kingdom, new perspectives, knowing God now as Father, uh, new priorities, seeking first his kingdom, uh, new attitudes, turning the other cheek, loving my enemy, this is a hard class he's teaching. Uh, new character that's now shaped after the righteousness of God. Uh, um, the, the expectations of this kingdom, they seem high, but it is a life that begins with Jesus and is lived in him. A life, a life where Jesus is Lord. Lord over you and all your stuff. Uh, Lord, over your person and personality, over your attitude, over your property, even over your aspirations. Uh, uh, Who's signing up? Um, As Jesus begins now to to close the sermon in chapter 7, he starts to use pairs of options that those seeking part in the kingdom would would face. Uh, um, But then he points out that only one option ends in kingdom. There's always going to be options. In in verses 13 and 14, um, there's there's twos, there's there's two gates, there's two ways, uh, there's two destinations. Um, But but only one, the, the narrow hard way that few find which leads to life. Uh, There's those options, but there's only one that gets you where you really want to go. The kingdom seeker in this is challenged to make a full commitment to that one rigorous, difficult path. Amen. I I knew it was going to be quiet, but we're going to keep going. Amen. That's why I brought my own amens. I got them in my pocket here. I'm going to sprinkle them as needed. Uh, in, in, verses, in verses 15 to 20, the kingdom seeker is called to discernment, uh, to keep from being led astray by the appearance of false teachers. Uh, he says, watch out for those folks claiming to speak for God, but their fruit, their, their lifestyles, words, actions don't line up with what is written in his word. 
Uh, he, he says there's a need to recognize their character over their charm and cleverness. Uh, uh, they, they may be smooth speaking, but, what, but what, what's their life producing? Uh, they, they'll just as soon pray on you as pray for you. Uh, Jesus says you need discernment. Uh, uh, watch out for that. In, in, in these verses that we, 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 we've read that we're zooming in on, Jesus goes on to describe the, the integrity the kingdom calls for and also the rejection of those who lack it. Integrity, integrity. Um, he says, not everyone who says to me in verse 21, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven. Uh, on that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do, do, do many mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Um, right away, you see, obedience will be a form of identification for those who are truly citizens of the kingdom. Um, uh, naming and claiming Christ, uh, stamping his name on an activity won't be enough to prove legitimacy. Uh, Jesus shows he isn't fooled by that. Uh, the, the, the folks described here carry, uh, carried out all of these things and, and may even have been uh, gifted, but apparently they disregarded the word of God as they carried on in his name. Uh, how's that? How's that work? Uh, second, second Timothy chapter 3 and verse 5 might describe them as having the appearance of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Um, there's no room, Jesus is saying, for contradiction between what's claimed and what's lived. Lack, lack of integrity or, or a, a, a duality, according to Jesus, will disqualify. In, in other words, those who fake it won't make it here. Um, I'll try to make it as plain as possible. If, 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 but when you, look, when you look at it now, if the seemingly religious person, and, and, and those listening would have might have thought this too, the seemingly religious person doing good deeds in amazing ways isn't acceptable for the kingdom, then who is? That's a good question. Um, if we, if, we, if we cheated, we're in Matthew, but if we cheated over to, to Hebrews chapter 10 uh, and verses 5 through 7, we're not going to turn there right now, but if we, if we did, uh, um, it, it describes God being so over people's strictly external performances and being after a complete abandon of self and surrender to his will. Um, we hear Jesus' response there in that verse 7 that says, uh, 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 then I said, uh, uh, in, in response to, to, the, to the Father's heart, <laughs> you hear Jesus says, look, then I said, behold, 
I have come to do your will, O God, as it is written of me in the scroll of the book. That is too deep to unpack. Uh, uh, God in counsel with himself about doing what he wants done. Look, the, the, the perfect example of what the kingdom calls for is Jesus coming specifically to do God's will according to what was written in his word. <sighs> These folks described here in Matthew live opposite Jesus' purpose of carrying out God's will in a constant state of breaking God's word, proving in the end that they have no real true connection to Jesus at all. Um, so he sends them away from him and any hope of, of the kingdom. Uh, this is, this is, this is, I've, I've read the, the, the book of Revelation uh, 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 a few times, and, but I believe this is one of the most frightening verses in the entire Bible. Uh, uh, it, it pictures self-deceived people missing the kingdom. It, it pictures people who may show up for church and Sunday school and Bible study missing it, it pictures people who donate their goods and it pictures people self-deceived missing the kingdom. But we don't have to. Jesus uh, gives us more. He, he opens the opportunity. He wants, he wants everybody to be aware and be clear about what the kingdom is all about. In this last picture, Jesus compares here someone fully devoted to living out the word of God with one who chooses to do things their own way. Listen, he says, after everything I've said to you, everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and, and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. We got storm heading our way now, don't we? Uh, but, but listen, Jesus calls the people here to look at two houses, two men, two outcomes. The building of a house, why, why a house? I mean, Jesus grew up uh, around carpentry, he probably liked building. But, 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 but the building of a house spiritually often represented a person's life and legacy in the scriptures. The building of a house. This word picture here from Jesus, imagine someone who's put in effort, in, put effort into uh, establishing their life. They've, they've made plans, they've selected a location and, and built them a house. But, but, but just as the house is put up, just as it is in life, a storm came and his house was tested. Uh, look, at what he, look at what it faces. Look at what this house has to deal with. Um, 
It's being thrashed by water and gale force wind, facing uh, the rushing, flooding storms that could sweep the ground right from beneath the home. It's being hit high and hit low. It remains standing because it is anchored to an immovable pillar. Jesus calls the rock. It withstands the test. This house is built to last. But the second house, not so much. And everyone, verse 26, who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. Great was the fall of it. Uh, uh, Mendes is going to help me out here. I, I, I had a thought and, and, and here we go again with the illustrations. Look, 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 look. Um, if I asked, what's the problem with this park? i probably get a, a few different answers. If I ask, what's the problem with this park here behind me? Uh, uh, one big, big thing jumps right out. It's overgrown. Huh? Um, also, it's, it's, it's blocked off with concrete barriers. Uh, there's problems. But those aren't even the real problem. Watch this. Uh, the real problem is it's not a park. That's the real problem. Years ago, uh, uh, when, I was, when I was growing up, many years ago, uh, growing up around here, Nearly a thousand homes stood in this area and the surrounding blocks that are now known as the Logan Triangle in Philadelphia. I had, I had friends who lived there, would sit on the steps waiting for the bus after school there. But then, out of nowhere, the houses began sagging. The porches sagging, the foundations cracking, and, 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 and what we used to call leaning, and, and basically sinking. It, 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 got, it got worse over time, and, and, and then people were forced to move from the homes uh, 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 which all eventually just came down. And whatever didn't come down was knocked down. Well, it was discovered that what seemed to me, like seemed like it was out of nowhere to me, was actually a, a problem that began some 80 years earlier when someone thought it would be a good idea to fill an old creek bed with coal ash to level the land and build houses on it. Some places 40 feet deep. But eventually, 
Uh, I say coal ash, in case you were wondering. Eventually, large areas of this unsuitable ground began compacting and just washing away. Imagine, imagine living your life in a place, growing up in a place, and then one day it just begins falling apart and it's gone. These houses were built. It was a real loss, but thankfully it, it wasn't sudden. Like, like, like what's produced by the storms, uh, uh, like, like what this second house is facing. Thank you. This, this, this second house that Jesus describes, it, it, it met all of the same uh, pressure and pounding from the worldly forces as the first one. But being built on unsuitable ground, it failed to stand. And it it not only fell, but it fell to pieces, the language describes. Uh, One builder, we compare him, one builder was described as wise and the other as foolish. Why? Now, we don't, we don't hear that they, they choose different materials to build with, like the, uh, I'm sorry, like the three pigs. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the straw house, it just didn't make sense. But we don't, we, 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 hear, we, we hear, we don't hear that they use different materials. The only real difference pointed out between the two houses is what the builders chose to build on. In other words, how they chose to handle the words of Jesus. The builder of the the second house tried a DIY. Hearing the word, but doing it his way. And the builder of the first uh, house, this first builder, chose to base his life, his building, on the blueprint. Living by continuously hearing, it's a continuous hearing and doing of what Jesus spoke. Hearing and doing what Jesus spoke. Continuously hearing and doing what Jesus spoke. Edward Mote, uh, uh, the songwriter, emphasized this right choice in the words of his hymn, the well-known hymn. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. He had to say it twice for the people in the back that weren't listening. All of the ground is sinking. There is, uh, in this text, uh, it is, there's a gravity in this text. Uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a final future destination in, in view with Jesus' words here. But, 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 it, but it, not, not only does it, does, it, does it tell you to look down the road, it also calls for wise action and choices today. 
I, I, I love the way Jesus talks. I love the way he teaches. Listen, listen. Uh, and when Jesus finished these sayings, the crowds were astonished at his teaching. For he was teaching them as one who had authority and not as their scribes. The scripture, uh, it, it seemed, it almost feels anticlimactic. I mean, it, it seems, it almost closes out like open-ended in a, in a way. The, the people were there with their jaws dropped. <laughs> they, they, they were astonished at Jesus' teaching. They were dumbfounded. Um, they'd not heard anyone speaking of God in this way before. Uh, he, he didn't need to quote the, the popular teachers to back up his position. He spoke as if the words were his own. Uh, it had to blow their minds. Imagine, I, I could just imagine how amazing it had to be hearing the word of God from the incarnate word of God himself. But Jesus wasn't speaking to impress the crowd. He was calling them into the active life of the kingdom. Uh, lives devoted and obedient to the word of the Lord. Jesus was calling them higher. That, maybe that's why he went up on the mountain. He was calling them to a higher life. Uh, 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 a, a life that, that required the do, uh, not just the, the say. But the kingdom of God exists not just in talk, but in power. Um, it, it requires the do. Listen, um, I, I, heard a, I heard a woman being interviewed um, who happened to be driving by the scene of the medical helicopter crash last week. And, and she reported seeing and, and hearing people uh, calling out, needing help, but being afraid uh, that the leaking, because of the leaking fluids from the helicopter, from the crash, that the helicopter might soon explode. And so she was driving by and she stopped and she, she heard what was needed. Um, and then it, it, was, it, it, just, it just turned quickly. She explained to the reporter that in that moment, she asked herself, what would Jesus do? Uh, then she rushed in and grabbed the baby from the person reaching out of the helicopter and pulled the baby to safety away from the helicopter. Uh, she could have just waited for someone else to step in, um, but, but, but she did it. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know if I'll ever meet the woman, but, but I don't need to ask the woman what specific verse came to mind. Um, but, but clearly, what she had heard about the sacrificial love of Jesus, uh, 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 and maybe in some way, maybe she, she must have tasted and seen that the Lord is good. She had heard about a, 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 a laying down uh, of life, and, and 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 it led her to take action, even risking her own life. 
action to do. The, the question that the text begs us to answer is, are we built to last? Uh, we're, we're now, right now, even as we speak, not even just the weather that's coming our way, uh, just the climate that we're in. We're in the midst of some stormy and challenging times right now. Uh, um, our, our responses to those times, it'll, it'll reveal what we're founded on. Have, have we made living out his word and will the very foundation of our lives? Does everything that we have do think, everything rest on it? Or it is, is it just a, a nice to have addition? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, um, and, and afterthought, uh, after you've built the kind of house that you want, um, like, 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 like just a, an add-on, Jesus' words, like a backyard, a patio deck, um, a side thing. Or is it the foundation? Uh, if, if, we want, if we want lives built to last, they need to be wisely, fully built on the foundation of the word of God. Not halfway on the clay of our fickle hearts and halfway on him, but fully on him. If we're, if we're going to, it takes action. If we're, if we're going to be built to last, uh, if we're going to withstand being hit high and hit low, uh, we must be actively, intentionally taking <clears throat> the word of God we've heard and we've heard and in preaching and teaching and reading and, and, and meeting, the word of God we've heard and, and, and looking to and be looking to apply it to every appropriate scenario of life. Every scenario of life. Living it out when everything is going the way we want, but also being sure to live it out and apply it when we face the storms of life. If we want to be built to last, I've had to apply it uh, by uh, the bedside of my dying mother. Uh, uh, John eleven twenty five. 25, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. I had to apply it. I had to apply it to being called from the comfortable and the familiar into an unknown place. He said, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. I've had to to apply it when facing abandonment from those I believe would stick by me. He said, Deuteronomy 31 and 8, it is the Lord who goes before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you. He will not forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. I've had to apply it. Although these things, things may have shaken me, the rock I'm founded on remains stable, so I'm unmoved. I'm unmoved. I'm I'm built to last. We, We have to be built to last, fully devoted faithfully discerning and firmly dug into the rock of Christ's word. This year, 
It's not just another year. This year, let's assess every area of our lives. If any of it is not founded on living out his revealed will, his word, let's take it down, tear it down, and rebuild on him. Amen.